From our studios at historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park, it's Okaboji Broadcast with Jeff Thee. Welcome to Okaboji Broadcast, everybody. Happy post-Winter Games weekend coming up here, but it is a big weekend. I'm Michael Myers, the city administrator for the uh, city of Okaboji here with us. And Michael, this weekend I know uh, that we got a vintage snowmobile, so it's always something in the yeah. Iowa Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, we're coming off a, an awesome weekend, and uh, I mean, it's just so great to see the folks who came out here and share our community here in the winter as well. Yeah, very important. You know, we get those three months in the summer, and obviously last summer was uh, a different summer, to say the least. And But when you have events like Winter Games and now the vintage snowmobile races, all that adds to, you know, the people staying in our hotels, mm-hmm. dining, uh, whatever it is. So we're, we're happy they're they're still coming. Yeah, definitely. And then the Okaboji 100 a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I know that was hugely successful. It's the first time the area has hosted it. And uh, we're just so excited to, again, share share our community in the wintertime, too. Yep, and they can come back in the summer if they wish. That's right. <laughs> yep, we're, we're happy to have you. Well, I wanted to get together with you because uh, uh, City of Okaboji doing some things on Lakeshore Drive. Mm-hmm. And... I'm one of those that uh, looks back and think, I wish 130 years ago they'd have made Lakeshore Drive wider, (laughs) put a bike path along the side and maybe a turning lane, but it is what it is, and I I know the city does the best they can do to, you got motorists, you got bicyclists, you got walkers, Mm -hmm. people with pets, and you know what, it's a crowded, it gets to be a busy street going right along the lake. Definitely. Yeah, so Lakeshore Drive is just over four miles long, and uh, as you've indicated, it's it's narrow in yeah. parts, and uh, it's heavily utilized. So we understand it's a multimodal street, um, and it's one of those lake-adjacent streets where it's kind of once you're on it, you're on it, it's yeah. hard to get off. Um, so yeah, you've, you've hit it right on the head. You've got the, the motorists who are coming through. It's a local street, uh, but a large majority of our residents have a Lakeshore Drive property address, or they use that street to access their home. Yeah. You've got the cyclists who are using it. You've got the walkers who are using it. Yep. And then, um, you know, there's construction that's going on. There's lawn services. And then you add into all that, you know, I might be a little bit biased, but I think it's probably one of the more beautiful stretches in the lakes area. It is. And one of the reasons is because it's densely populated with trees and and, uh, hills that create blind situations and curves and wild. I mean, there's just a lot going on on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and when you say that densely populated by trees, you know, if you're going by Lakeshore Drive from the lake, you can't see Lakeshore Drive. I mean, it's that dense and and just beautiful with all the trees and everything. Right, right. And with that beauty and that activity, it's, you know, it does create some potential vehicle hazard situations. And so, uh, you know, the city has actually been talking about this for, before I was there, so several years, trying to figure out, you know, what can we do? The number one priority is always will be safety. Yeah. What can we do to make this safer? Because you hit on it. We have a restricted right of way. You yeah. know, we don't have the space to put a sidewalk in. We don't have the space to put a trail in or, or a third lane or whatever it might be. Right. So what can we do? What is the low hanging fruit here that we can act on? And uh, this idea of, of parking always comes up because it's not uncommon. You know, if you drive through on a July day, uh, that you're going to get to a situation where there's a car parked on both sides of the street. Yeah. You've got traffic coming at you. You're going this direction. Mix in, you know, the folks who are walking Lakeshore Drive. And the, you know, it just yeah. becomes a situation. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, you know, it's easy to get distracted when you've got cars on the side and, and you see oncoming traffic. 
you know, your mind is doing and your eyes are doing so many things, mm -hmm. you don't want to not see a pedestrian or a bicyclist and, and make a huge mistake. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, because we've been talking about this for a while in 2019, we had Beck Engineering put together a parking study for Lakeshore Drive. And what that confirmed for us was that, you know, the street is just too narrow. At its most narrow point, it's about 22 feet. Yeah. And at its widest point, it's 33, 32 feet wide. And when you start thinking about the use of the road, so your car width is averages to be about six and a half foot. Yep. So if you put six and a half foot on one side, six and a, well, there's 13 feet. And then you've got another 13 feet, you know, car coming this way, car coming that way. Yep. You're already at 26 feet. And that's just, you know, then you got you, the space in between the vehicles too. Yeah. So it becomes tight. And um, what those numbers showed us was that Per SUDIS regulations, which you know they tell you how to build a street, basically, right. it, it the entire stretch of Lakeshore Drive did not meet the specifications for parking on both sides of the street. Okay. Um, so, so what we acted on was a parking restriction from Givens Point all the way up to Pikes Point. So, the, basically, the entire stretch of Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And that'll be no parking on the odd addressed or Lakeward side of Lakeshore Drive. All right. Yeah. And. You know, and I know you guys have just looked at it and looked at it and did the study, and mm -hmm. you know it's it's tough to know what to do, but yeah. you know you're doing something, and and with the thought of safety mm -hmm. for people first, that's yeah. the main thing. And, and not only the safety of those of those using it, like we've already identified, yeah. but a a fire truck, for example, needs thirteen and a half foot clearance yep. to get through. Uh, an ambulance, you know, all of the EMS response, and then in the winter, I've, we've got snow plows that are out. And I've got photos from some of my staff who they had to stop snow plowing because they couldn't get through. Yeah. Um, so it's important that we that we just do the one side, and I think it's going to make a huge difference, and I think it's going to be noticeable. Yeah. Yep. And uh, all to the credit of for the the people who live there and and, and use the Lakeshore Drive. Mm -hmm. That's not the only project you got going on in Lakeshore Drive, then, right? You're going to be doing some uh, little. Uh, yeah, so uh, it was about, it was actually over 25 years ago, the last time the city did an overlay on Lakeshore Drive. Wow, that's uh, a long, yeah. when you consider the amount of traffic that does go on Lakeshore, that's a long time. Right, I, you know, the, the, the folks tell us that, you know, this asphalt overlay should last 20 years, yeah. and we're 25 plus now, and, and that's a credit to our staff for sure, who've done an excellent job of maintaining it. Right. But it needs to be resurfaced. Uh, there, you know, there's areas that are breaking up. There's areas where there's dips, and we know that, and we've, we're starting to act on that. So, uh, again, with Beck Engineering, we're we're going through the design process right now, and we hope to bid this project late spring. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we're going to resurface. We're going to do a mill and fill of the entire stretch from Highway 71 up to Pikes Point. Okay. Uh, so residents there can expect a you know a brand new. Uh, asphalt overlay road um, and we'll, we'll, we hope to do construction late this summer okay uh, so you know that'll be kind of the timeline that we're looking at and uh, we'll do some storm sewer work there too and then we're also planning on hitting the uh, parking lot at Spear Park with an overlay as well because that's yeah. pretty overdue yeah and have you thought about uh, are you going to do like one lane at a time so traffic can continue or not even that far yet? Yeah, so I don't, I don't know that we've got that far yet, okay. but you know, the fortunate thing is while the duration of the project may be, you know, not long, but a couple of months, uh, with a mill and fill, you know, the impact to certain areas is going to be, um, you know, it's not going to be a huge disruption for right. most of our community. While the project may be going on throughout the, the fall, you know, it'll be sort of in front of your house for just a, a temporary amount of time. Right. Um, and it's going to be a huge impact and well overdue for the community. 
um, should be about $2.6 million is yeah. what we're thinking. So yeah. uh, we're excited to act on this as well and get that road going. Yeah, and uh, working on the storm sewers at the same time, you know, people don't realize it's cheaper while you're there yeah. you know, yeah. to get some stuff done other than what you're doing. So uh, it's absolutely great opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, definitely. So we're, we're excited to get going on it. And uh, again, you know, it's one of those things that the community has, has talked about for a long time. And so here we go. Yep. Well, that that's the the beauty of the job you have and city council people, mayor and everything. You get a look at these projects and give it consideration and then get it done for the people. Yeah, most definitely. Absolutely. Everything going okay with the city, getting through the, getting the budget process started? Yeah, mm. yep, so we are uh, in the thick of it for the budget process. Our budgets need to be certified by March 15th. Yep. Um, so we've been talking about that, working with our finance committee, working with the council. Uh, recently, we have uh, refinanced some of our existing debt, taking advantage of some low interest rates right now. So uh, we just kind of finalized that process on some existing debt that we had. and. We are going to save the city of Okaboji about $220,000 over the next 10 years. Uh, so that's big, impactful for us. Huge. And um, uh, yeah, so everything is going smoothly. We're keeping busy during the winter months. And uh, we look forward again to the spring and summer when we start seeing some familiar faces. That's right. Absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming in. And thank you to everybody, like I say, Council Mayor, uh, all the great work, and certainly staff at the city of Okaboji, keeping our, our cities just uh, going great and, and great place to live. We're very fortunate. Yeah, no, thank you so much. And if anyone out there has any questions or comments, please feel free to give us a call. The phone number at City Hall is 712-332-2550. And we're there every day for you. <laughs> very good. Even when it's cold and kind of snowy, they're there. All right. Michael Myers, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Our guest again, City Administrator for the City of Okaboji, Michael Myers. We want to thank him for taking a few minutes, updating you what's going on in the fine city. And we thank you as all as well as for watching us right here on Okaboji Broadcast. Okaboji Broadcast from the studios at Historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park is brought to you by the Scott Troutman State Farm Agency in Spirit Lake, Pure Fishing in Spirit Lake, Last Touch Painting and Cleaning, providing interior, exterior, house painting, and professional cleaning services in Spirit Lake. Quest Wealth Management, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, advisor Jan Spielman, AJ Spielman, and Erica Wachholz. Duckies Marine and Motorsports, repair in Spirit Lake. Bank Midwest, dream big, plan wisely, live well. Lakes Regional Healthcare and Avera Partner. Attorney Bethany Brands at Brands Law Office in Spirit Lake. Ruth Van Locker at the Lake, where carnivores are welcome on Hill Avenue in Spirit Lake. Beck Engineering in Spirit Lake. B Radiant Laser Skin Studio in the Okaboji Plaza in Okaboji. The YMCA of the Okabojis is the Bedell Family YMCA, building strong families and strong communities. 